What's up, guys? How's it going? Man, it's a party in the USA right now. Do you know why it's a party, Evan? Uh, fantasy football? Yes, because we're back. No, no day is better than when Evan and Ben are on the horn talking about the Schaefer Bowl. Yeah. Evan, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I, I'm pretty low energy, to be honest. Uh, I like, I like, I don't know, just been like lethargic all day. I didn't sleep enough this weekend, I think. I like, I like kind of dozed off on the bus this afternoon, which is never a good sign. Could you say it's day two of the hangover a little bit? Uh, sometimes it trickles, maybe. sometimes, sometimes it trickles into a day two. It's possible. I wasn't, I wasn't terribly hung yesterday, but like, you know. You were pretty hung. I was sort of hung. Yeah. Sort of hung. But I'm glad to be here talking about fantasy football. Do you have low libido? Is uh, that what you mean by low energy? No, because I was probably not gonna, you know, think that much about sex during this podcast. So that that was actually not what I meant. But we just played Miley. That is true. That kind of jacked me up a little bit, you know. Yeah. A little half chub. Ooh, good good transition. <laughs> Who has Nick Chubb again? Tim. Should we talk about Tim's team first? Yeah, let's talk about Tim versus Joe. That's a fantasy football matchup that is relevant to this podcast. I, I, are, you, are you being sarcastic? Uh, yeah, that, that was tongue-in-cheek. Let me, find, this let me, is indeed let me find this matchup. Honestly, I have not looked at any of these scores at all since the start. So Tim won. Oh, he's, yeah. He's moving to 6-0. and oh. Steamrolled Joe's team, as Fuck you kind of might expect. Uh, Joe's falling down to 1-5. and five. So this was first versus last in the league. And it went... About as you would imagine. Uh, let's see, n- nice bounce back week for Tom Brady. I think he had two rushing touchdowns. Uh, and the, the running back trio for Tim, Zeke, Nick Chubb, Mark Ingram, they all did pretty well. That's all it takes. Yeah, and then you get 10 points from Mark Andrews. Um, that's, that, that'll, that'll do it. You, know, you, have, you, have, you have solid but unspectacular weeks from Fitzgerald, Gallup. You know, Packers D so far so good. Boswell, you know. Tim... Is Tim going to score less than 90 points in any game this year? It seems sort of unlikely. There's just like enough depth where like that probably won't happen. Uh, maybe the week that Brady is on bye because he doesn't have a backup QB, that could be a little rougher, but like who knows. God, and then then it's like his fucking bench is like AJ, AJ Green and Devin Singletary are both like viable yeah. fantasy options. Stefan Diggs putting up <laughs> 36 and a half on his bench. Yeah. It's like, so, so Tim could still win the weekly prize. Uh, he needs like six more points in the second half out of Packers, Packers D, D, so I guess it's kind of unlikely. Um, but <laughs> everybody's kicking himself for not putting Stefan Diggs in the lineup because he would have had it easily. He'd be up over 150 points. Instead D- of Michael D- Gallup. Diggs has also been really bad, though. That so is true. So it's the kind of thing where it's true. like, you know... Diggs is going to be one of those guys this year, I think, where it's just like, you have no idea what you're going to get week to week. But, like, Diggs hasn't scored more than 10 points in a week, so it's like, I don't really blame Tim for setting them. Um, sometimes you just gotta, you got to teach him a lesson. I'm still glad that Tim has Austin Hooper on his bench, because the longer that Tim can go with rostering multiple tight ends and not having someone give him someone else good for one of his tight ends, where the rest of the league is in a good place, can we just collude to not take either of Tim's tight ends? Yeah, embargo Tim. Uh, embargo Tim. Um, that actually might be against the rules. I don't know if we can do that. No, no, tampering is perfectly legal in this league. So Except for when Ben tries to make trades. Well, see, that wasn't tampering. You know, whatever. Uh, yeah. It was, it was Tim. So that's, that's Tim's team. Yeah, he's, uh, obviously still going to be in first. He's at six now. He'll have a full two-game lead over his nearest competitors, so. 
Would you say that it's Would you say that it's Tim's Schaefer to lose at this point? Uh, I think it's definitely his regular season title to lose. I think the playoffs are just a whole different monster, you know, and it, it's too far out to say that this team is going to be the prohibitive favorite in the playoffs. What? Do you, what? you don't think Tim is the favorite? I'd say he's the favorite, but I don't think it's prohibitive. Evan, he's six and zero. Oh. Yeah, but you know like, it's just record. Like for example, I think I think Tim is very clearly the favorite. For example, Tom has twenty five more points than Tim this year. Yeah, because he gets because he gets fucking thirty points from Pat's D every week. Jay, who is two and four, has twenty six more points than Tim this year. <laughs> That's actually sort of incredible. That's like very hard to do. I guess Jay is boosted by that one 180 point week, but uh, but still. Let's talk about Joe's team a little bit. Um, or like, do we? Yeah, Joe, bringing up the rear. Uh, uh, yeah, God, yeah, uh, God. Yeah, just a lot of very like mediocre performances. It all adds got, up to he, 63 points. Got 50 yards and a touchdown from Calvin Ridley. Yeah, um, it was okay. It's tough when you only get six and a half from Camara. That fucking Jacksonville New Orleans game. <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch it, but Jesus Christ, I don't know if anybody had more than five fantasy points on either of those teams. Yeah, that was like the boring fantasy game of the week. Um, boring regular game too. It just wasn't very exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of confused why Joe is starting Teddy Bridgewater. Like, I guess that's like okay. I don't know. It just it seems like kind of a weird flex to be like. Yeah, just I, picking up the backup of whatever. I guess it. I guess, I guess it. I guess it makes sense in the sense of like he had he had a really good week last week, but Tampa Bay last week was not a very good defense. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's really only had like one good fantasy game in you know four and a half. I just so. don't think Joe cares enough to like make a trade. Um, yeah. So not. I don't know, which is fine. Joe's busy putting in sixty hours. That you know. At least he's setting his lineup. That's a good point. Joe, I just want to point out, usually I give Joe a hard time. I have been on his shit list lately. Partially deserved. But Joe had a really good trip on Tony. I want to give him a shout out because, uh, I mean, it was essentially what we just said. It was Joe saying, like, I haven't haven't worked less than 60 hours in a week since September. Which at the point of the text was, like, eight days ago. It, like, hadn't been not September for that long. No, I think he meant since the start of the football season. Is what he was saying. Oh, okay. Well, he said so. He, so he said September, and I was like, oh, it hasn't been that September for that one. But you know, and then he goes, and nah, I still have time to something up. And it's just like, get fucking choke slam, Tony. Get fucked. I was a fan of that. Good job, Joe. Um, yeah, Joe also apparently doesn't have time to make his team much better than this. Uh, it's not going great for Joe. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be down at one and five. <laughs> Dead last. No, not looking great. I mean, his team isn't that good. Yes, I would um, agree with that statement. Yeah, so, it's not very good at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tyreek Hill, is McCole Hardman droppable at this point with Tyreek Hill coming back, going bonkers? Uh, probably. It, it feels like with Chiefs wide receivers, you never quite know who's going to do well. Like, Hardman wasn't bad yesterday. Like, he had four catches for 45 yards. Like, that's not terrible uh, and i guess if you're a guy like joe where your team is trash like you kind of need yeah. like a well, high you need I mean, a high upside guy yeah. to flex and like i don't sometimes. think i don't think there are necessarily guys on waivers who are better than this one of the themes that i've noticed this year is that there are no good guys in waivers whatsoever like i think like wayne gallman has been the only useful guy that anyone has picked up on waivers and he was only useful for one week before he got injured and Barkley came back way sooner than people were expecting. Yeah, he's going to. Anyways, um, yeah. I guess there have been a couple tight ends that people have gotten. That's been, like, the one thing. But even that, it's like people are getting them 
like a week or two before they become really big deals on the waiver wire. And Which that's the new move is yeah. like in our league, because people are paying attention more and more people are starting to realize, like if you want to stash a guy like Henry did it with Herndon mm-hmm. and I kind of took note of that a little bit. I mean, you got to take note when people up the ante a little bit, you got to take note of it. And so I saw he did that. And so when there were rumblings uh, like early last week that Hunter Henry was like practicing again. Mm-hmm. I was like, "All right, gotta pick him up because yeah, you know, it, it was it was just the kind of thing where, you know, and sure enough, he goes off. So I think I think waiver wire waiver wires everywhere. Given the tight end landscape, they uh, people are scrambling to add Hunter Henry in like most leagues. I feel like just because nobody yeah. has good tight ends. But sorry, folks, get fucked. I I picked him up. Um, but I also got shot on this week, so... All right, do we want to anyway. move on to... Do you want to just go this way? We can do... Just tell me which one to pick. Tom versus Ethan. All right, I'll find it. Uh, so Tom had another really good week. Buoyed once again by the Pats D. Another 25 points for these guys. Let, let's let's open up the, the thing here. So defense number one. Uh, 10 points, 37, 14, 23, 14, 25. Uh, that's very good. That, that's... I mean, that's, like, single-handedly making Tom a contender, kind of. Like, the rest of his team is, like, fine, but Pat's D. I think it's very clearly inflating the oh, yeah. the prestige of Tom. I mean, clearly, the Pat's defense will not keep this up. Because they're averaging just over 20 points per game. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the kind of thing where, like, like, does Tom have a good enough team? Yeah. But to say that he's on, like, to, to, to circle back to our opening monologue, kind of about like, Tim's team and him being a contender and, like, arguably the top seed, which I still think Tim's team is, you know, he's, I think he's the, the, the top dog at this point. Mm-hmm. To say, to say like, oh, Tom has 50 more points scored than Tim on the year, so, like, Tom is more of a favorite than Tim. I think that's being a little too short-sighted. Yeah, um, so, so I'm looking at it now, I'm thinking, well, you know, the Pats D probably not going to average 20 points per game the rest of the year. They won't. They won't, Yeah. But, uh, so their playoff schedule is actually pretty interesting. Week 14, they play the Chiefs. That is not ideal. But week 15 and 16, they play the Bengals and the Bills. So, like, if Tom can get past that first, he could very easily be looking at more 20-point performances from the Pats D. And then, like, he's got Lamar Jackson, who is also a threat to win a game by himself, which he basically did yesterday as well. Put up another 30 points. We had 150 yards and a rushing touchdown. Yeah. I, so, I mean, if he can, like, get... If he can get Jackson and the Pats D having good games at the same time, he becomes very hard to beat. Yeah. You know? The the clear the clear uh, question mark with, with, with Tom's team right now, and I am also struggling with this, is what has happened to the Chargers offense? <laughs> what, who are... Who, who, who kidnapped Philip Rivers and replaced him with Philippe... Roivers, mm, Philippe Roivers, yeah. He, it's just I don't know. This this offense was like supposed to be good. Shouldn't it be and Felipe Rios or something? It's fair. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's got, like this offense, like I guess Hunter Henry did well, but like the uh, they got beat by the Steelers. Yeah. The Steel the, the Steelers were starting their third string quarterback, who they had just picked up, uh, or they had just promoted from their practice squad, and. Yeah. The Chargers lost. Right. Th- weren't they at home, too? Yes. Uh, just... Well, you know, at home, in quotes, because this is the Chargers, and, like, 80% of the fans were Steelers fans, so... Oh, I suppose. Rip. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, yeah I mean, that's so, not, that's that, not all And that's I got. especially rough for Tom, who is starting two Chargers running backs at the same time. So <laughs> anytime that their offense kind of gets shut down like they did yesterday, that's going to be tough for Tom's team for sure. Yeah, but he'd rather have Jared Goff back. <laughs> I'm right. sure he would. Uh, my shout out for interesting and weird waiver pickup of the week is Tom picking up Reggie Bonifun. From the uh, Carolina Panthers. I like thinking it's Bonifone. It might be. It might be. So uh, he had a total of, of seven carries this year and then did not get a touch against the Buccaneers in week six. And it's not going on by. So we'll see how long he sticks I, around Tom's bench. I like to think it was a so, – so Tom picked him up last week. Mm. And I like to think Tom was thinking uh, McCaffrey went out of the game with, like, cramps. Mm. And maybe Tom's thinking, like, McCaffrey cramps turn into get put on IR Maybe. out for the year. Maybe yeah. but I think he just probably saw that Bonifone had eighty yards in the touchdown. Yeah, I think he had like one sixty yard rush, which like because well he got put it though. last week. He got put in in garbage time. Yeah, and, uh-huh. like, did all this stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't really have all much right. else with Tom, yeah Tom an easy win for Tom. He's going to be in second. A uh, nice bounce back. Team. A nice bounce back week for Terry McLaurin. Um, yeah, McLaurin had two touchdowns. It's going to be interesting to see moving forward if they stick with Keenum because pretty clearly him and Keenum have a good rapport. If yeah. they switch to Haskins, that Haskins could, could be rough. Can yeah. make things dicey for um, Terry McLaurin. It also kind of sounds like the new coaching staff there wants to run more, uh, which would, obviously wouldn't be great for McLaurin, although he did get seven targets. We can, we can get to that more when we, when we talk about Henry's team because he has Adrian Peterson. Yeah. All right, uh, let's go to Ethan's team. Uh, like a pretty bad week from Ethan. Uh, he was in bye week hell, and he was playing Tom bye week. So he had Josh Jacobs, Marlon Mack, Allen Robinson, and Mike Davis on bye, which left him with, you know, the skeleton crew here. He was starting Tony Pollard and Ito Smith at running back. Uh, they combined for less than two points. Uh, I mean, this was going to be a pretty tough ask, re- regardless of opponent, and especially when you're playing one of the hotter teams in the league. Yeah, I don't really feel bad for Ethan. Ethan just kind of said fuck it this week, which which is fair. Like, I don't know, at a certain point, I yeah. reached, I saw I saw the writing was on the wall on Ethan's team. I looked at everyone's roster. I saw Ethan was starting Edo Smith and Tony Pollard, and my first reaction was, what the fuck? <laughs> and I scrolled down, and I was like, okay, this, yeah, is, this like, is why. I don't know if he could have necessarily done any better. Well, know? no, that's what like, I'm saying is I reached out to him. I was like, yo, you want to trade? Like, you know, grab a bench guy, do a two-for-one, something, something. And he was just kind of like, meh, yeah. no. I which, think, which, I, is like, which is like fair, but I don't feel bad for him now. Because, yeah. like, you know, I... You can make an argument that having all of your guys on by in the same week is actually kind of more efficient than having, you know, one guy off every week the whole year, sort of. It's probably net static, right? Yeah, like, probably, but, like, yeah, just, just having that one where you're going to lose and it's fine, especially in a week where your opponent puts up 120 anyways and you probably wouldn't have won. Yeah, <laughs> I guess regardless. revisionist history, it's probably a good... Like, it, to, to have it all just just rip the Band-Aid off yeah. clean. So I think um, a big story among... Ethan's guys who did play is Juju Smith-Schuster being pretty much not good anymore or just not useful yeah, in their offense. They're man. just like not going to be able to pass enough. And I saw something like Hodges did not complete a pass that went more than 10 yards in the air yesterday. So like it's going to be hard to rack up stats, especially as Juju is like a big speed guy and like I don't it's not looking great. For him. Yeah, I am glad that I don't have Juju on my team. Yeah, which is too um, bad because like I was, you know, everyone was pretty into Juju at the beginning of the year, and then you know, you get the Roethlisberger injury and the Rudolph one hurts a lot too. I mean, I don't, and that's the other thing. Like when Rudolph comes back, like is yeah. it going to be? It does is, sound like he'll be back. But like, is it even going to be that much better? Probably not. No, because you know what I mean. Like, yeah, Juju was struggling. Uh, he he had like uh, the first couple of games. 
that um, Rudolph was starting, he was pretty good. Um, But not, like, crazy like he had been doing. Like, he doesn't have any 100-yard games yet this year. He has only two touchdowns. Like, I don't know. But they're going to buy, and then they're coming back against the Dolphins. So, you know, it's a chance to get things back on the right foot here and turn it around. Yeah, I just – I don't even – Ethan's Ethan's wide receiver situation it's it's tough because you got you got <coughs> obviously the Juju situation with the quarterbacks you got Odell who had a good week this week mm-hmm. but the Browns have been a dumpster fire yeah um, Rip Browns as always maybe like maybe you try to sell high on Odell um given just like the the brand value um Allen Robinson still has Mitch Trubisky as his quarterback. He's been pretty good, though. Robinson has been... He's, like, wide receiver 17, and he's already has by, so... Yeah, look at his splits, though. This is a pretty useful player. He has at least seven targets in every game, and he's been over I, 75 yards in three out of five. Like, I'm definitely not complaining. He's also not... Robinson on my team. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess as your third wideout, sure, but, like, 10, 4, 8, 7, 21... Yeah, I don't know. I take Robinson. Trade him to me. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Alan Robinson the second. Huh. Interesting. Fun fact. Um. Uh, okay. Well, OJ Howard continues to be. I'm gonna just keep every, saying every, every week. week. Like Ben is gonna say that OJ Howard has been disappointing. I mean, I mean, but like, I mean, just tell me someone else who's even in the stratosphere of being equal and disappointed to OJ Howard, not because of injury. Yeah. I don't think there's anyone that's even close. Maybe Juju Smith-Schuster, but that's because of injury, though. Yeah, true. Not um, but yeah, maybe Joe Mixon. I, yeah. I it's probably like it's pro- it's probably like OJ Howard and Joe Mixon. Like those are probably like the two guys that like for what you paid for have just been like thoroughly disappointing. Um. Okay, but yeah, I don't really give a shit about. Anything else on Ethan's team? He started Tony Pollard and Edo Smith. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get move on to the next one. Uh, Tony versus Jay. I, it certainly looks as of right now we're like, uh, Wait. they just started the third quarter in Green Bay. So, so we're a good ways into this game. And it looks like Tony is going to come out with the victory, move to three and three. Jay will also be, uh, no, he'll be two and four actually. So Jay has had like a pretty unlucky start to the year. No, Jay will be three and three. No, he's going to lose. So he'll be two and four. He was two and three, right? Oh, five. No, I wrote says- it down wrong. Shit. Guys, my spreadsheet is lying to me. All right, I take it back. Jay's going to be three and three. They're both going to be three and three. Shout out to Jay. Uh, yeah, let's let's talk. Well, I don't want to talk about Tony's team as per my my typical thing because he still has not set his lineup even after we bitched at him about it. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> uh, He's such a baby. Yeah, that, and, that, and it's like a whole like that, thing. That, that shit. That shit in the group me the back and forth between him and Nick. Just like yeah. Oh, I was going to reset it, but then you. Gave me attitude, so now I'm not going to. Yeah, that appears to be his whole thing. So we'll just kick him out of the league at the end of the year, and it'll be fine. Uh, I mean, it has to be a vote. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't do anything the whole year, like I think, I think we got the votes. <laughs> uh, or I, I actually, I actually like the idea of finding people for leaving guys on buy in their lineup, just like a ten dollar fine every time, and it just gets added into the pot. If you want to take. Onus on enforcing that. I absolutely do. Yeah. Like good luck. You're just like I. I it's funny because any other time where you are, you you, you are so avoidant of creating more work for yourself that I'm like. I like this though, but just because because you're power hungry. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I want more money. You know. <laughs> so, why not? 
Uh, yeah, because I think, you know, just the bare minimum that you should have to do to be in the league is to just get guys who are on by out of your starting lineup, you know. Uh, so, yeah, you know, at this point, we would have an extra, I don't know, 50 or so bucks in the pot from Tony and Connor. Like, it's not nothing. You can't, the thing is, like, you can't get Tony to pay a fucking utility bill. You think Tony's going to pay 10 bucks for leaving a guy on by in his lineup? Uh, I would find, I, I'd find some way of getting it from him. Yeah. Getting the money. Am I, am I All right, right, good. I am very, I am very pessimistic about. <laughs> or we just kick him out after that, you know? You know what I mean? Like, unpaid the, fees, the thing is, you know? the, the, the thing is, though, not to like nitpick too much, but it's just the kind of thing where it's like, if someone doesn't give a shit enough, where they're not going to take guys who are on by, I can just, out of their I lineup, can just spam him on Venmo until he dies, you know? I just don't, I just don't think. I think it's kind of like a self-regulating thing where it's like the the kinds of people who don't give a shit. And don't update their lineups are not going to be the kind of people who are like, okay, I'll Venmo you ten dollars. Like, I'll request them though. All he has to do is be like, no, but they're not gonna, they're not gonna complete it. Ben, I'll use my bully pulpit. It'll be fine. <laughs> okay, uh, let's talk about Jay's team. Uh, Kyler Murray had an awesome game, uh, his best game in the NFL. Put up almost thirty fantasy points. Pretty good. Against the Falcons. That Falcons defense not looking great right now. Yeah, we're at the point where we can identify trends. We have like a decent enough sample. If you have anybody playing the Falcons, yeah, they're, you, they're one you, of those. You right start, now. you start them. Um, yeah, uh, Will Fuller after his crazy week last week with three touchdowns, he dropped three touchdowns this week and only put up four and a half points. Uh, was it three the, different drives? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, so that's kind of how it went for Jimmy. Jay. Jimmy Graham dropped a touchdown about twenty minutes ago. Yeah, that's kind of how it went for Jay's team this week. Like, one hundred and eighty points last week. He's at sixty-seven right now. Probably on his way to like seventy-five or something. I had a very similar experience. Just, I put up. I put up one fifty last this is week. How fantasy goes. Sometimes. Put up one fifty last week. Sixty-nine this week. You can imagine, like, if Jay had just spread out those crazy performances from last week, he could have won this one pretty easily too, and yeah. still won by seventy-five last week. I but. I was thinking to myself today. I was like, hey, if you took my seventy this week and added it to my one fifty last week, cut it in half, you'd be at one ten. Yeah, which is like, and then you're sitting pretty. Oh, that's just not how fantasy works. Yeah. Uh, um. So Jay's going to get Saquon Barkley back next week, it sounds like. Uh, so that'll be obviously a big thing for him. He's starting Jonathan Hilleman right now, which is... Jay also picked up Ty Johnson. Um, Evan, are you nervous about him stealing a little bit of carry on Thunder? Uh, he currently has zero points in this game that's happening right now, so my answer is no. That's fair. Um, <laughs> Does not have a touch yet today, so no. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's more of a handcuff ad, probably. Yeah, it's fair enough. Um... I just want to point out DJ Chark only had 43 yards because who did he go up against, Evan? Uh, Marcus Lattimore. That's right. Marshawn Lattimore. That's right. Yeah. Who's, Marcus Lattimore was the running back a while back, right? That was that guy's name? Yeah, South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. That guy, like, would have been an NFL stud but fucked up his knee. Rip. Just like every other 40-year-old adult male. Um... Yeah, Marshawn Lattimore shut DJ Chark the fuck down. Sorry, Jay. Cuz putting in work. Um, yeah, I don't know. Jay had a good week. Had a couple of good. No, wasn't good. Well, I, I was just, I was just, I was just looking at Kyler Murray. I was, yeah, good. Kyler Murray was good this week. Adam Thielen was um, good. Uh, yeah, that was it though. The rest I, of the team. Not oh, great. Before we before we leave this matchup, I just want to point out that Evan has been on the record as saying yeah. Tony will not win a game this year. We put 20 to 1 odds on it. Yeah. So I, this I means say, that. So as of right now, it certainly looks like Tony will win. But we said the same thing last week on the podcast, and he only needed 13 from Baker Mayfield, and Mayfield put up zero. So you never know. Maybe, uh, maybe Aaron Jones has, a, has an 80 yard touchdown run in him right now. How that, do we feel? 
that's about what he would need. Yeah, that's about right. Or, and maybe like a, a little bit of Jimmy Graham as well. And then he also that Jimmy that Jimmy Graham dropped because that was yeah. a, that was a fucking bullet from thirty yards. Mm. That shit would have really helped Jay if he had if he had hauled that in. That would have been that would have put him at seven seventy six. He's within spitting distance if Jimmy yeah. Graham catches that. Um, all right, we all can right. move on. Moving on. All right, uh, the next one. Yeah, this was a, a real low scoring one. Nick versus Quinn. Uh, Nick is going to come away with the victory. Uh, he's going to be three and three. Quinn is also going to be three and three. So, not a great, not a great game here. I guess uh, Nick still has a few guys going. He's got a couple Packers and uh, his boy T.J. Hawkinson still in the lineup. But kind of a rough game for Nick. He had a really good game from Chris Carson and Jamal Williams is really playing well tonight too because Aaron Jones is kind of in the doghouse. It looks like <laughs> again <laughs> the never ending. Yeah, it turns out turns out you probably shouldn't have dropped Jamal Williams there, Evan. I didn't think he was going to be back so soon. I kind of uh, thought he would be out for a while, and then like Aaron Jones scored four touchdowns. So I was like, okay, we can finally like not give the ball to Jamal Williams. But here he is, picking up. Uh, he's over well over a hundred yards total right now. This uh, is an this is an example of a situation where, as a fantasy owner, you can be like. Aaron Jones is much better. Like, when I watch the Packers play, Aaron Jones is clearly better than Jamal Williams, right? Mm. But at a certain point, you just have to acknowledge that NFL coaches don't give a fuck. It's it's really and, weird that like, it's been multiple coaching staffs in a row have done this with Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, where, like, yeah, the, like, the McCarthy and LaFleur both both decided to do this. LaFleur did have some history of, like, suboptimal running back duos from Tennessee last year where they just, like, kept on giving Deion Lewis carries and, like, at, like at, at the last four games, like, decided that giving it to Henry was good and then he averaged, like, 200 yards a game. Yeah. Joe won the, Joe won the consolation. <laughs> yeah, Joe too. won the consolation, like, solely because they realized it's like, oh, we should probably give the ball to our best running back. Yeah, this is just kind of a situation where NFL head coaches, you got to adjust to what they do. Like, clearly Aaron Jones is better, but Jamal Williams is just going to keep getting work, so... I think it's a pretty savvy uh, pickup by Nick. I think as long as you, know, as long as you can get that running back depth, you know, it's it's very helpful. Um, T.J. Hawkinson continues to be shitty, um, so that's good. Nick dropped Noah Fant. Shout out Nick. Good job. Um, yeah, down to one Iowa tight end. Yeah, I, I got give... still has C.J. Anderson on the bench though. Interestingly. Oh yeah, I I screenshotted this and sent it I think it you to did you. send that to me. Yeah. It's like yeah, you, Nick got rid of Noah Fant, who he like kind of likes, and then just like left C J Anderson there, who is not employed. Uh, yeah. Who well, knows? no, did, no, he didn't. He still have Adam Vinatieri. Yeah, Vinatieri's gone now. I think he dropped Vinatieri to pick up Williams. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. So 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 what what happened was originally Nick <laughs> Nick had he had. He had Josh Lambeau, and he and he and he had Vinatieri. He was gonna hold him through his bye this week. So I, so Nick dropped Noah Fant, who was like, I give shit. I, I can, I'm I'm playing both sides of it now. I give Nick shit for being a homer, but then it was like he he dropped his backup tight end Noah Fant, who actually had like, I mean some value, some value yeah. relative to a guy who was a free agent and also a backup kicker on bye. Yeah. Um. 
So, I don't know. It was kind of a funny... It was, it, kind it of was funny, funny. But he has since jettisoned uh, Vinatieri as well. For Jamal Williams. So, uh, it, it all works out for Nick in the end. And as we point out every week in this space, uh, <laughs> Nick chose the wrong quarterback between Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and Kirk Cousins. Once again, uh, Kirk obviously had a great game yesterday. He put up 27 points. You like that? Uh, you like that? You like that? So, there's still time left for Rodgers. But uh, as of right now, with 20 minutes left in Monday Night Football, he's at 9 points. So... It, it continues for Nick. Uh, that's a rough decision. He's just going to have to get rid of one of them, or else it's going to keep happening. I think. Uh, I want to. I want to. I want to throw this out there. Um, Joe, please don't at me in my Twitter mentions. But I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers is a bad quarterback. I'm not saying I wouldn't want Aaron Rodgers on my fantasy team. What I will say about Aaron Rodgers is he is not a must-start quarterback at this point. Um, the 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 Packers are four and one. I guess they're they're down three right now, but you know if they win this game, five and one with all, with all those games but one being like pretty assuredly QB one worthy weeks from Aaron Rodgers. Like there's no way, there when you look at his when you look at his weekly stat line so far, there's no way any of those weeks twelve sixteen thirteen twenty seven nine has nine so far today. There's no way any of those weeks besides the 27 week are QB1 worthy. The guy is QB19. I, but it's the kind of thing where it, it, if, the, if the Packers were losing and, and LaFleur has to say, hey, we got to start letting Aaron Rodgers swing, swing the ball around more, that'd be one thing. But they're winning. They're having success with this setup. And this setup is we don't need Aaron Rodgers to... to sling the ball everywhere on the field all the time. So it's the kind of thing where you see Aaron Rodgers, you see what you pay for him on draft day. You're thinking, I got to start this guy. But I'm not saying he's a streamer. Like, I, like it, I, would, I, would, I would trade either of my quarterbacks plus, plus some to get Aaron Rodgers. But I'm just saying, like, he's not a, he's not a must start anymore. Yeah, that's fair. He's yeah, uh, under 250 yards in all but one game this year. So, yeah, a little concerning. For a Raj. All right, want to talk about uh, Quinn's team a little bit? Yeah, I think I'm not sure Quinn did this on purpose, but he left Tyreek Hill on his bench. Uh, Hill was back this week, put up 20 points. Uh, Quinn's usually pretty good about checking his lineup, so I will assume that was on purpose. Uh, and that that really hurt him. I mean, that would have given him a chance to win. Uh, yeah, just looking at other things that Quinn's lineup, I, I think he's gonna have to get running back help from somewhere else. Joe Mixon has been really disappointing, like we talked about. He put up four points yesterday. And Gus Edwards is Quinn's second running back, which, like, oof. He did just trade. This is a good segue into the trade. He traded uh, Tariq Cohen and Marquez Valdez-Scantling to Henry. This was our only trade last week. Uh, MVS and Tariq Cohen to Henry for... Or, no, no, no. Yeah, it was... Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Tariq Cohen and MVS to Henry for Malcolm Brown and Golden Tate. Um, I get Malcolm Brown probably has more value than Tariq Cohen. Yeah, at I this, think so. At this Especially because Gurley is hurt right now. We, we don't um, know how long Gurley is out for. Yeah. It's just a... They but say, he's likely to be hurt more as the it, season goes on. Yeah, they say, they say it's just a thigh. Like, I, I'm guessing this is not the only game that Gurley will miss this year. Yeah. Whereas, like, yeah, Tariq Cohen, not really ever worth starting. So, like... Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean if, like, you know, you're talking about injury, and I get that Gurley is an injury risk, but if Montgomery goes down, Cohen is very valuable. Uh, um, I disagree. I think Mike Davis takes most of that role. I don't think the Bears trust Cohen with 
like to get carries at all. Um, I mean, he's getting like four per game. I, I bet just, if Dale, I just don't think that if Dale Montgomery gets hurt, I bet Tariq Cohen outsnaps Mike Davis easily. Uh, I bet he outsnaps him, but I'm guessing he doesn't outperform him fantasy wise. I bet he would outperform him. I don't think so. Tariq Cohen is like a proven fantasy performer. Mike Davis yeah, is like a. I, I've never been on the Tariq Cohen train. Like I think they just like don't use him in a way that is very sustainable fantasy wise. Like he was. Uh, just getting crazy numbers per snap last year, and it's just, like, not really sustainable. Like, he just doesn't play enough. He's a gadget player, essentially. Like, you, you don't start Cordero Patterson, like, you know, who I think is also on the Bears now. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just Matt It's just Matt Nagy, like, thinking he's, like, the fucking genius. And just, I think it's fair, though, because, like, you know, Cohen's 5'6". Like, he can't really run between the tackles. So it's just, no, like, I'm not, not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying he runs between the tackles, but I, like... I think it makes sense to use him the way they're using him. It's just he just has. I a just very don't think Mike Davis set. is the kind of guy where like I like we need to give Mike Davis fifteen rushes a game. Like I don't think that's necessarily his. Yeah, I just don't think Cohen game. can do that, and Davis would then be their only option if Montgomery were hurt. Okay, well maybe we stop talking about Chicago Bear hypotheticals. Um, I do kind of like this trade for Quinn because uh, I think Golden Tate is going to have a pretty good year. It looks like the Giants are going to have to pass kind of a lot because the defense is terrible. And Tate had a really nice game this week. Uh, I think he was over 100 yards. I don't have it sitting. Yeah, I think I, I, the the MVS for Golden Tate part makes sense. Like I get Henry; he wants some Devonte Adams coverage with Marquez Valdez Scantling, um, and Quinn just like getting Golden Tate is just mm-hmm. a good night. Um, I'm guessing Henry's intent was to capitalize on just Malcolm Brown's current value. I'm guessing Henry's thought process was. Tariq Cohen probably has more long-term value, like, if Gurley stays healthy. Because, um, mm-hmm. essentially, Henry just picked up Malcolm Brown off the waiver wire. Yeah. So, essentially, anything you trade. But Tariq Cohen, like, very well could just be on the waiver wire. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, that's kind of a secondary part. But, um, Quinn's team this week, Mixon, like I said before, continues to be very disappointing. You draft that guy as an RB1, and he's been very, very bad. I mean, that O-line is terrible. Um, but, like, whose O-line isn't terrible at this point? I feel like everyone's O-line is bad. Um, Brandon Cooks got hurt? Did he get hurt? Did he? I don't know. I don't, maybe, I don't think he got hurt. Maybe I'm just thinking, imagining things. Um, I don't really have much else. Emmanuel yeah. Sanders has had a couple of questionable weeks in a row. Yeah, he started off really hot, but, yeah, it's not been very good the last couple of weeks. One, one catch for no yards yesterday. That's rough. <laughs> Oh, Sanders left at halftime. Okay. Uh, knee injury. Oh boy, uh, that's not good. <laughs> he was a li- okay. he was limited in practice today though. Okay. Uh, so, okay, so I guess if he's sort of practicing, that's definitely yeah. a good sign. But yeah, you, you never want to see knee injury for a guy who's coming they got, off. They got the Chiefs next week though. I could ACL. see I could see Sanders if he if he can if he can practice stuff this week play like yeah Kansas City is always a plus matchup when you got wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um. That's, I don't really have Moving to, on? Yeah, let's move on. All right, Connor and Dorf. Uh, Connor's going to skate away with a win despite having three guys who did not play in a starting lineup. Uh, yeah, I'll give him a pass on the Sterling Shepard one because Shepard got hurt and played on Thursday night. So, like, you know, that, that kind of shit happens sometimes. But the but the leaving David Montgomery and the Colts defense in during their buys, not a great look. But he's still going to win because Russell Wilson is really good at football. Uh, among other things. His bench options really wouldn't have helped him that much anyway. 
Like if he if he if he yeah. takes off, if he, he takes might have off, started like Crowder in the flex. That you know that would have been nice and ten points. And you know you get the, a the, defense. The, the, That's the, always the, good. <laughs> the, the point I'm trying to make is that his his bench is so bad that if he takes out Shepard and David Montgomery. He replaces them with that's true. Jameson Crowder, yeah, and then he, he has to pick between Moncrief and Gio Bernard or Andy Isabella. Sounds fun. Yeah, Isabella, excellent. Still, choice. still rostering Andy Isabella and Robbie Gould. Yeah, good job, Connor. Con- yeah, Con- Connor's approaching my shit list as well, along with Tony for for not really doing anything with this team, uh, but it's actually working for the most part for Connor. He's going to be four and two, uh, having like a decently high scoring team. I mean, we'll see what happens once the bye weeks start hitting for more of his guys. <laughs> so. Um, trying to see if anything else catches my eye. Um, yeah, I think Crowder could be interesting now that Sam Darnold has recovered from mono. I uh, thought you said Darnold was bad, Evan. Darnold is bad, but at least they're a functioning offense now. Where like Crowder's gonna probably lead the lead, lead the team in targets. Oh, you're this is all relative, right? So like the beginning of the year, you were saying Donald was gonna be bad, but this is on the basis of like not, the, not, je- the now Jets. that I've seen how bad it can get. <laughs> now that I've seen Luke Falk play quarterback, yeah. So like they waved Luke Falk too. Yeah, that. rip. <laughs> Classic, like going from being the starter to being on the streets in like a week. Yeah. So the three games that Falk started, Crowder had eight receptions, uh, for like seventy five yards, and then the two games that Darnold has started, he has. 14 catches for 99 yards and six catches for 98 yards. So that's that's pretty darn good. Fair. Surprisingly um, good, I would say. Let's see. What went wrong for Andrew's team this week? Adrian, this is kind of a funny 75-point week because it's kind of like nobody dudded kind of a thing. Yeah. I guess uh, you could say Vance McDonald, Vance McDonald but kind of. But you like, can't really count on Vance McDonald to get more than half a point. Yeah, tight ends are tough. He, um, he is Dorf's backup. Tight end. He's got Eric Ebron, who's on by this week. Oh, fair. Um, but yeah, he just needed one more guy to like actually have a good game, and he just didn't get good games out of enough people, you know? Um, it's a time to panic about DeAndre Hopkins. I feel like we say this every week. Eh, I don't know. He had 75 yards. But it's, like... It's not nothing. Not... Oh, actually, no. But, okay. This is nine receptions for 55 yards. What did you say? And one catch for 20. So... That's a lot of volume. I mean, that's the thing with Hopkins. Like, he's had at least seven targets in every game. Like, yeah, it hasn't been a great year for him, and it's not what you expected when you drafted him. I mean, he's wide receiver 28, but, like, the volume's there. He's only He only has two touchdowns, which could easily be more, just given how involved he is in the offense. Like, I wouldn't be overly worried about him. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're at the point where you start looking at, like, samples and, like, Kansas City is such a plus matchup. Like they're they're just to bomb the ball to only have to only have fifty five yards receiving. Yeah. But I think and, that and, and but the I think against the Falcons, like the Falcons have such a bad passing defense. Like we just got done saying that you start your guys against the Falcons, eighty eight yards. It's fine, but yeah, it's, it's not it's I mean, not it's not DeAndre Hopkins, right? Yeah. Like like. You, I think you I sprinkle know. in like two more touchdowns into this pretty judiciously, and he looks perfectly fine, right? Like. And obviously he doesn't. But you got. Have but you have to. Point. But you have to score the touchdowns, though. Yeah, that's definitely like, true. But touchdowns are always kind of random, you know. And like a guy like DeAndre yeah, Hopkins, they're not. They're is, not is, like. They're com- not like random. Random. Yeah, but like a guy like DeAndre Hopkins is perfectly capable of scoring a dozen touchdowns in a year. You know, like I'm guessing that's what he had last year. Uh-huh. Maybe there's some drama in the locker room. You think? Oh, that team has been playing very well. 
I don't know. Um, like, the Texans look quite good overall. To, I just want to continue fear-mongering with Andrew's team. Damian Williams, um, I don't know if you noticed this, but I read this today. Uh, Damian Williams had one carry for six yards, one reception wow. for 14 yards. Um, hey, he got eight points. <laughs> he, he saved his week with a touchdown. Yeah. Um, are, what do we what do we make of the Kansas City backfield at this point? Well, so I saw yesterday during the game. Uh, yeah, so he had that one carry for six yards, and that was tied for his longest carry of the year, which is not great. Oh, and then you look at the stats, he actually hasn't had that many carries because he missed two games in there, so he's only at uh, 32 carries this year, which is, like, not a ton. Um, I think Williams is pretty clearly the backup to McCoy at this point. Uh, and... I'm not quite sure why he only got two touches yesterday. He did get 12 the week before. But even so, I mean, I mean, 12 touches on the Chiefs offense has value, but two touches does not. So it's going to be interesting to see going forward how that goes. I think it's, yeah, it's just crowded. You got McCoy in there and uh, Darrell Williams as well. Yeah, yeah, like Darrell Williams, like clearly he can do, I don't know what his snap count was yesterday. But um, Shady McCoy was the snap count leader out of the three yeah. last week after having about equal with William, Damian Williams and him had about equal the week before. Um, it, when you drafted Damian Williams, you know, in the third round, it, it's, it was a risky pick, right? Because mm. they, they, they didn't invest a lot of, like, draft capital or anything in Damian Williams. And, it, and it's the kind of thing where things could things could shift very quickly. Yeah. And, like, this this backfield became very messy very, very quickly. Yeah. Like, like, how quickly did this just turn into a total clusterfuck? Yeah. Like, I mean, basically, like, as soon as they signed McCoy, you had to be pretty worried about Williams' workload just because, like, you weren't going to pick up Shady McCoy to have him back up Damian Williams, <laughs> you know, at least not for long. So, and then Williams got hurt a little bit, and it was all downhill from there. Yeah, it's just, it's just, man, it's just... Just like a worst case scenario for yeah. any Damian Williams owner, because you because nobody if you drafted Damian Williams you drafted him third at least round third yeah. round fourth round like oh man it's just it's just tough um, yeah Dorf got him thirty third overall so I mean yeah. I, I, I God it's just ugh, I'm glad I don't have him on my team <laughs> um, all right speaking of your team Ben do we want to do you versus Henry? I knew this would come. So ben, right. ben Ben did put up a pretty nice 69 points this week. We got to give him a shout out for that. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, where do we want to start? I, I, let, let's Can start we start with, with Henry's team? All right, let's start with Henry's God, team. God, fuck. Henry didn't have an awesome week either. He put up 79, but he's going to get the win. Uh, he had a couple kind of rough games. Uh, kind of a, an unfortunate injury for Will Disley, which I think is going to be pretty serious, it sounds like. Uh, Disley might be out for a good portion yeah, of the year. Yeah, thank God Henry has Chris Herndon. Stash that guy. Oh, yeah. Apparently they, um, they think he ruptured his Achilles. No, he, he, he tore his Achilles. Like, yeah. Everyone, right. yeah. Uh, which is tough because he just came back last year. Right. He and, had he, a, and he'd been playing very well. It, it, well, he, well he, he got hurt last he's, year. He's 10-1. That's that's incredible. He's 10-1. He, 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 he hurt his patella tendon last year, which mm. is a very bad injury. Yeah, it's not one. Um, and to come back this year, he's playing well. To tear your Achilles, like, man, that fucking sucks. Yeah, and like we said, like, you know, he's got Herndon, but Herndon is also hurt still. Um, 
It sounds like he will probably play this week, but he's got a hamstring, which you know can always be a little touch and go, and you don't quite know how he's going to fit into this offense. It's a new offense in New York. And Yo, Henry, you just played me, so you wanted to play me again. Hit me up for Hunter Henry. Give me something good. I'll give you fair enough. I'll give you some. Uh, give you something to make it worth your while. Um, it's funny because Henry had Hunter Henry before and, and cut him. So, Did he really? Yeah. Oh yeah, actually made the Hunter Henry. Yeah. Uh, who was the other Derek Henry joke? Henry yeah, he joke. should he should get Derek Henry as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, get fucked, everyone who's looking at the waiver wire this week, being like, "Oh, Hunter Henry." Nope. Get um, fucked. That's yeah. my that's my only. I bring that up because my team was so fucking bad this week that the only thing I had to hang my hat on is on Tuesday I picked up Hunter Henry and he played really well. So yeah, that's all I'm gonna talk about. But I think uh, the... I think I think I can take it. I can take it. All right. Uh, so when you look at my team this week, you start at the top. Jared Goff giving me three point one, pretty hysterical uh, stat line. The Rams are broken. Um, Jared Goff was on Sunday Night Football last night. And Gardner Minshew was playing in the noon slate. When I saw Gardner put up 4.8, I was like, man, thank God I started Goff. And then it was like, nope, should have started Minshew because Goff scored a point and a half less. Yeah. Um, Miles Sanders also played the noon slate. When he got that touchdown, I was like, hell yeah, I got this week in the bag. Did not turn out like that. Um, Robert Woods, at face value, you're like, oh, Robert Woods, he had a good week. He had he had no catches for no yards. He had a he had, he. I'm guessing he had some sort of like a jet sweep or a touch pass or some is, shit. Is that how he got his uh, seven point six? Yeah, he got a, he had That's a funny. he had a rushing touchdown. Nice. Um. Yeah, no catches. That's not ideal. I I'm scared. Like I, I mean, last week I put up like one fifty, so it's the kind of thing where it's like you know, bad like yeah. So don't freak out, Ben. But, you've got five players from the two LA teams, and and both of them look like absolute shit yesterday. So that's it's not great. Yeah, it's t- city of LA. Yeah. Let us down. Part of my strategy recently in fantasy has just been, like, quit having players on shitty offenses. Yeah, that's kind of was my my hindrance, the last few. So I'm like, all right. Let me get some Jared Goff, some Robert Woods, some Keenan Allen. I was really excited for the Robert Woods-Keenan Allen combo because Robert Woods is supp- supposed to be like a very steady, week-by-week, you know, st- solid four guy. Keenan Allen has always been, you know, he'll have three three great weeks, couple shitty weeks, couple great weeks, couple shitty weeks. Like, you know what you're getting with Keenan Allen. I had him last year. That's, that's how he is. But that offense is... Just like what the fuck the Chargers offense like, and the Rams offense like uh, these teams are supposed to be good but they're not. I don't get it. I don't. I don't pretend to know football. I don't watch these games. I just look at the stats after. But clearly something is wrong. Yeah. Jer- Jared Goff was it was I was I don't check scores that often on Sunday just because like I don't like to stress about it. So I I remember looking at my phone and it was like, it was like the third quarter and Goff had like 70 passing yards and I was like maybe it was like 35 passing yeah, yards it wasn't many and, and I was like alright clearly the app is fucked up clearly the site is fucked up clearly the stats are lagging and then I googled it and I looked and I was like nope just nope. uh just a rip yeah so so Henry won this game by about 10 points uh but he won the quarterback battle by 26 so <laughs> that was that was it right there. Deshaun Watson had a great game, put up the almost thirty yeah, points. Yeah, it's the kind of thing where like 
like Will Disley goes out with an Achilles injury without hurting, without scoring any points. When I saw that Henry started Malcolm Brown, I was actually like reasonably excited. Like there was the chance that Malcolm Brown could have vultured like two touchdowns. But what we were just talking about with the Redskins, Adrian Peterson, that the coach was saying, talking about early last week. That coach, I don't know what the what's the coach. Bill there? Callahan. Is Bill Callahan. Coach. He was saying this shit about how they're gonna give AP a shit ton of work. God, yeah, he they're, had twenty three carries for one hundred and eighteen yards. Yeah. So <laughs> I when I saw that Henry picked up Malcolm Brown at first, I was like, oh, Henry kind of because once I saw he picked up Malcolm Brown, I started hearing the stuff about Gurley, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, Henry sneaky like beat everyone to the punch on Malcolm Brown because he yeah. caught wind of the Todd Gurley stuff before anyone else did. But when I saw that he was going to start him over AP, I was like, fuck yeah, because this Callahan guy is talking about giving AP all kinds of work, which he ended up doing. Yeah. Um, so when I was like, the stars are aligning. Everything's looking good for Ben. Miles Sanders got like a 40-yard touchdown. Things are looking good. And then just Keen Allen, Robert Woods, and Jared Goff combined for 13 points. And yeah. you're not going to win a lot of weeks when you're two wide receivers and quarterback combined for 13 points. Yeah. Um Travis Kelsey continues to be like pretty disappointing. Um like I know you're saying like Ben like he's tight on 3 like don't be a fuck like blah blah blah. But it's also everything is relative to what you paid for. Like I was expecting to win weeks because of Travis Kelsey and this could have been a week where like let's say Travis Kelsey has one of his like like, not super common, but reasonably common, like, 18-point weeks, you know, I win this game. You know, if, if Travis Kelsey scores, you know, gets 120 yards and a touchdown, which is, like, not outside the realm of possibility for Travis Kelsey, like, I win this week. And so, like, this is a week where I could have really used Travis Kelsey, but he's been pretty disappointed. Um, so, yeah, I mean, my team just had a shitty week. That's all it really was. Um, I don't really have much else to talk about. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of the whole... And also, like, the Bears' D didn't play this week. Devontae Adams didn't play this week. Like, this was really a week where I, like, I was really, like, the stars are aligned for me to, to, to kind of kick Henry while he's down and make him go 1-5, but Henry's 2-4. Yeah, staying alive. Just yeah, like me. Don't want to go 1-5. <laughs> um, I, 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 this really, if I could have... Henry's just finding a way to stay alive, and if I could have just not just shot myself in both feet this week. Like, could have pretty much eliminated Henry from contention. Like, you don't really come back from one in five. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's about it. Uh, the pity party for Ben can be over. Uh, <laughs> All right. Just had, just had a shitty week. Uh, put up 69. The race is 69. Couldn't get off 69. Yeah, couldn't get off, yeah. Um, that's a problem. You got to be able to get off 69. Yeah, um, yeah. Get off on sixty nine, Goff sixty nine. Um, there's maybe, all, maybe yeah. all kinds of stuff. All right. Um, how many matchups do we have left? One. We got just mine. Oh, Sirachin season. Yep, that's us, Sriracha. Yep. Uh, yeah. So I played Ryan. Uh, I'm gonna come out with the victory. Kind of a tough loss for Ryan. Like he put up ninety points, but that was that's gonna be like fourth in the league this week. Uh, the age old, the age old having the fourth most points scored and losing. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Let's talk about Ryan's team. So you got a great game from James Conner, actually, which is sort of unexpected given well, given the Devlin Hodges. I, I just kind of I mean, figured the, the Steelers would not score any points. So it's like... Oh, I mean, like, know. I was expecting James Conner... I mean, I wasn't expecting him to have 23, yeah. but I definitely was expecting him to have at least, like, 12. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, so Ryan Ryan had like a couple of very good performances. Like James Conner was very good. Carlos Hyde was very good. Uh, Mahomes only put up twenty one, but you know it's still twenty one points. Uh, and then he had a few quite bad ones. Gerald Everett, nine yards. Mohamed Sanu, twenty nine. Who would have ever thought? Who would have ever thought Gerald Everett would come back to earth? Yeah, <laughs> shocking. Um, yeah, not not that Ryan. I guess he could have started Greg Olson. I don't quite know. I don't quite know what's going on. But. Um, Mohamed Sanu didn't have a great week. Snoo. That's just kind of Sanu. That's just kind of what happened. Peyton Barber, I want to tell you one thing. I'm glad that I don't have Peyton Barber slash Ronald Jones on my team. That would be shit yeah. to have to deal with. Well, g- games like the the Buccaneers played yesterday, I don't think Jones did anything either. It's just because they were down the whole time, and uh, Jameis was turning the ball over every once every 10 minutes, like literally. Uh, so it's tough. <laughs> like literally. <laughs> I mean, um, he turned it over six times, and they played 60 minutes. So you, you did the math on that one. Whoa. Yeah. I thought you meant like 10 minutes of like... Oh, in real time? No, not quite that much. That would be a lot. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, still I think it's Gronk. definitely like a reasonably encouraging week for Ryan's team. Uh, like I think uh, he's got some guys who are kind of trending in the right direction. Like Edelman has been very consistent and good. Like Carlos Hyde has been pretty good. Uh, you know, Connor, kind of a nice bounce back game after some yeah. tough ones for him. But Yeah, I don't really... I don't know. Like, it's tough to score 89 and lose, but like... 89 is, like, not that high. Not in you're, general. This week know, it was. Yeah, yeah it was a very low-scoring week. It's like, you know, you had a good week from Connor. You had a decent week from Mahomes, a decent week from Edelman, a good week from Hyde, but, like, yeah, Peyton, Bar- nothing else. Peyton Barber, two and a half, Sanu, two and a half, Rams D, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, oh, well. He, he, he couldn't hashtag free Frank Gore because he was on by. Yeah, um, maybe next week. All right, but, uh, uh, yeah, the, the 89 wasn't enough because my team really kind of showed out this week. Yeah, good job, man. Pretty nice one. Yeah, uh, Matt Ryan with another awesome game. It's been really helping me that the Falcons' defense is so terrible that Ryan just has to throw it constantly. That's why That's why I don't – who has Austin Hooper again? Oh, yeah, Tim has Austin Hooper. Mm-hmm. This is, like, more of that shit. Like, they, they just have to throw it all the time, Austin yeah. Hooper. All these guys are – I've got actually a bunch of guys who are like that on my team where they play on, like, bad actual teams, but – their defenses are so bad that they just get volume. Like, Matt Ryan is like that. David Johnson's a lot like that. Mike Evans, when he has good games, is like that. So, so yeah, that's kind of my deal thus far. Um, yeah, uh, Josh Gordon, kind of concerningly, uh, came up a little gimpy and only had seven yards against the Giants. Uh, I'm going to be pretty thin at wideout if, if he can't go at any point. So, so yeah, that goes. Um, I don't know. Isn't that... You're not bullish about starting Marvin Jones? Yeah, you just can't really trust Marvin Jones. No, like He's had a couple of very good games, and, and yeah, he's got 17 yards tonight against the Packers. Uh, although the Packers have a very good pass defense, so there's that anyways. And the same with DK Metcalf, too. Like, there's no way I can trust DK Metcalf to do anything. Um, <laughs> but Unless you just like being stressed out. Yeah. Because, like, DK Metcalf is the kind of guy where I feel like he... He's not even really that high of a ceiling, though, so, like... Uh, at least he hasn't quite shown that yet. He's had, he's had some, some... It seems like the Seahawks just, games. like, bomb it to him a couple of times every game. Yeah, just to kind of the see Seahawks don't really pass that much, so, yeah, there's not a whole ton of volume to go around. Uh, DK Metcalf is playing against the Falcons and the Buccaneers in back-to-back weeks soon, though, so that could be pretty DK huge. Metcalf has had a decent four, for the record. I want the Except record. that one week, yeah. Except Eight, week four. Yeah, uh, 8.9, 12.1, 6.7, 10.4... Like if you if you need like a a weekend filler for an injured Josh Gordon, like yeah, you could do worse than DK Metcalf. Yeah. Um, 
You're, yeah. you're, you're probably thinking your lucky stars that David Johnson like wasn't actually hurt. Oh yeah, that, that uh, must have been a little stressful. That would be bad. I mean, I did. I do have Chase Edmonds now, uh, so I've got the insurance policy. And Edmonds played pretty well yesterday, and uh, more time than he would usually get. But yeah, it's it's always good to have David Johnson. Obviously, you had a good week from the team from Washington's defense. Yeah, that was a fun one because uh, I had kind of been trying to get a little fucky in the waiver wire and and got scooped on a couple other defenses, and then I looked and saw that the Redskins were playing the Dolphins, and it's like. Well, huh, the second worst team in the league is playing the worst team in the league. I guess I'll pick up this defense. And yeah. they were at like 15 points until like right at the end when Fitzpatrick came in and got two touchdown drives for the Dolphins in the fourth quarter. Uh, the first second half points that the Dolphins had scored this year. <laughs> oh, in like their fifth game, which is pretty wild. Um, yeah, I also, I was planning on doing the same thing. Like if, because uh, I picked up. Uh, you got Cowboys, is that right? No, Henry got Cowboys. Okay. I got the other one. Yeah, I can't uh, remember what the other one was. Whatever the... Was what, another big one. Whatever it was. I was going to do the same thing. Like, I was going to... If I had missed on those two, I was going to... Ravens. Gonna, I, was, I was just going to... Oh, yeah, Ravens. I was going to pick up just the Redskins off for, as a free agent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you finally... You got a good week from Kittle. Yeah. I, K- I don't know if I should have said finally. Kittle with his best or, game of the year. Yeah, he's been, like, a little underwhelming, but... Uh, can't complain about 103 yards yesterday. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I've got to talk about. Um, I don't know. Just stuff for next week that I wanted to talk about. we got two matchups that I had circled. One of which is Tony versus Connor. It'll be fun to see how many players can be on by in that game. How many uh, guys are slated to be on by right now? Uh, that's a good question. Can we look that up quickly? I can, I can find it pretty quick. I think on scoreboard you can... Yeah. You can look at matchups. And... You gotta wait for it to load, because, you know, that's, that's how it goes. Uh... Alright, let's see. It looks like Tony must have some guys on by. That's a pretty low projected score. Uh, I don't know if it tells you who's on by. Okay, so Tony next week has Baker Mayfield and DJ Moore on by. Um, oh, and Connor has, has anyone. Sterling Shepard, who is injured, but is not on by. Oh, okay. Um, so... So, yeah, it's looking good for Connor, assuming that Tony will not... I mean, he would have to go to the well, trouble of picking up a backup QB, which would be surprising. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's, that one's definitely looking good for Connor. <laughs> uh, the other matchup I want to bring up, I think this is a pretty fun one, uh, it's Tim versus Jay. Uh, Tim sitting at first in the league at 6-0. and uh, Jay is 3-3, three and three, but uh, is probably going to be the highest scoring team i haven't quite done the math on tonight's game but he'll be either first or second in points scored so tim's not gonna have nick chubb that'll be a fun matchup browns are on by nick's not mm. nick chubb's gonna be on the bench um who does nick who does tim have to i guess you could just throw an ingram and then just put anyone in yeah yeah, he'll have, like, Stefan Diggs back in his lineup or something. It'll be fun. <laughs> I pass the settle on flexing Stefan Diggs. Yeah, fuck Diggs. Fuck Tim's team. Yeah. Um, who do you play next week? You play Henry? Yeah, that should be a good game. Um, Henry's team kind of trying in the right direction. We'll see. I'll be a good matchup. Who do I play? You play Quinn. Quinn. Quinn's team not trending in the right direction. But... And you got Gogwin on by. I'm... Which is helpful for you. I am, I am desperate for a win at this point. Yeah. Two, Although Ben, you are pretty close to doing your classic two and five start in rebounds of the playoffs. So you just one more loss. That's all. I mean I mean if we're being real, like like my team had a really shitty week, but like I don't think the weird thing is like I like I'm gonna be two and four, but like I don't think my team is that bad. 
Like, yeah, I mean the pre- standings are not very. Uh, pretty clearly, like my biggest yeah. issue, my biggest issue right now is quarterback. Like pretty clearly, uh, so it's the kind of thing where I, I don't know. It's like I'm starting Sanders, McCaffrey, Brita, you know Robert Woods, Keenan Allen, Kelsey. I don't, you know, like if I if I if I if I miss the playoffs because of this team, like I don't know. I like I I I'll fucking take it. Like I think my team is much better than Quinn's. If it, if, yeah. that, if that means well, anything. You, you like, scored like 150 more points than him. So yeah. I think I think we're still early enough in the year where like a one game deficit on a bunch of teams that don't have nearly as many points scored. Like like Tony, Ethan, Andrew, and Quinn are all 3 and 3 and all have like substantially less points scored than you or Henry for that matter. It, it was, like, up at, so I had, like, a super dud this week, but, like, up until this point, I had, like, a really good points. I think I was, I think I've been second in the league in points scored. Wasn't uh, it? Yeah, you're going to be, like, fourth or something. Yeah, like, I'm going to drop for my second best. fourth. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just me. Sometimes you just got to let fantasy shove a little broomstick up your butt. Yeah. Um... That's just kind of how it goes sometimes. 60, yeah. 69, it was just kind of like 69. a message. The, 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 the fancy guys just wanted to send me a message. They gave me a 69. Yeah. So what does what does that mean? Maybe that means I need to... Maybe I need to change something. Maybe I need to do something. What, like, what could be the bad juju that's causing me to get 69? Hmm. Um, Definitely not juju. The person. Uh, I don't know. Is there anything else we want to talk about? I'm I'm gonna quick shout out the Washington Nationals uh, for winning me a bunch of money by presumably advancing to the World Series soon. I'm gonna check the score to make sure they didn't fuck up because it is the Nationals and this bullpen is a problem. Uh, alright, ESPN. What do you say? The Lions are winning as well. The Nationals are up eight to one. Oh God, they're gonna be up three nothing in this series. Uh, I'm gonna be up six hundred bucks if they win. So it's gonna feel good. Hell yeah. It's going to feel good. Evan's going to make a little money. Yep. Make a little cash money. Living life. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to just go for athletics. Um, <laughs> yes. We got a, we, the football team is 6-0, and ranked 20th in the AP poll. Fucking took it to Nebraska yeah. on Saturday. That was a fun game to watch. Um, Gophers had a, had a good commitment from a four-star forward from... Chicago last week, uh, Richard Pitino got a good little, little pickup in the class. And then earlier today, Jamal Mashburn's son, Jamal Mashburn Jr., yeah. committed to the Gophers, four-star. Get, get, get those NBA sons. That, that's where the money is. You know? Four-star four star point guard. Um, pretty excited for this uh, recruiting class. Hopefully the hopefully Dickie P, he has one more Scully to throw around. Hopefully he can get either a Prior Lake guy, Garcia, yeah. or... Um, Hopkins guy, uh, Kerwin Walton. That'd be a pretty good way to round out the class. Yeah. Um, looking, looking forward to uh, the Gophers being at eight zero going into Penn State. They, that, they, be pretty fun. They should beat Rutgers. They should beat Maryland. You'd hope so, yeah. Because we hate Rutgers. We hate Rutgers. Um, but yeah, and then the Gophers. They have their. I feel like they have their first game coming up soon. Probably Basketball, like yeah. probably probably like three weeks. Couple weeks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The 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 trade never stops. Yeah, I've trained never stops. Never stops. Um, I was trying to think. Do we have anything? We didn't do a we didn't do a Joe Twitter rant of the week, um, but Joe, 
Joe chirped me on Twitter. Uh, I might I might have to find worth it. noting. Yeah, I might have, I might have to find that. Is this even worth going into? Probably not. Nah. Yeah, yeah, nah. It, Joe, I, I had so I tweeted I tweeted so to be fair I did kind of a Joe thing where I tweeted at someone that I don't know, um, and just because the guy was being a fuck, uh, for so this guy was like chirping. He was like a former major league baseball GM, and was uh chir- he was chirping this uh. Who is he chirping? Some pitcher for uh, be- yeah, Daniel Hudson from the Nationals had a kid this week. Yeah, so he was chirping. He was chirping this guy on the Nationals for for missing game one of the NLCS for paternity for being on the paternity list, and the guy goes, "Only excuse would be a problem with the birth or health of baby or mother. If all is well, he needs to get to St. Louis. Inexcusable." Yeah, and 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 I quote tweeted this, and I was like, "Imagine being this conceited." And then I just said, at this guy, like, fuck you, whatever. Then Joe replies, Ben, get a grip. Uh, to, to which, which was, which was kind of fair. Yeah. To which I reply, should you be picking a fight with the Bourbons or tweeting at corporations or something? Uh, got him. Yeah, got him. Got him. Uh, so that's, that, that was the Joe, that wasn't really a Joe Twitter rant, more just. Joe, Joe's Twitter activity. Joe Twitter activity. Yeah. Um. Anything, any parting thoughts? Tom finally dropped Antonio Brown. That was a part of the odd Reggie Bonifone. Uh, who would have who thought, <laughs> if you had told me, if you had told me at the beginning of the year that six weeks into the year, Antonio Brown would be getting dropped for Reggie Bonifone, and, yeah. and it wouldn't be that weird. Well, a little weird, but yeah. But not, like, not, not super weird. It's not the Antonio just, Brown portion of that, not weird. Um, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, that's all I got though. If anyone wants Hunter Henry, hit me up. Yeah. Um, I won't ask for much because like, I have Travis Kelsey. Fair. So, anyways, flies. No, you fuck. Evan, <laughs> you fucked it up. Clear eyes. I always do. You let me do the full hearts, and I get very uh. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. Thanks, guys.